Welcome to the Chris Cohen Associates Finance and Investing Podcast with your host, myself, Chris Cohen, a Wanaka-based investment advisor and avid share market investor. Today, we talk about US index concentration, Buffett's latest letter, mortgage stress in Australia, and should listen to Adam invest in shares or go travelling. Starting in the US, and the concentration of the top seven stocks in the S&P 500 index is significant. And history has shown a high concentration of companies in an index can often lead to a significant downturn. But if and when that will be is anyone's guess. Poster child for the AI hype propelling stocks higher is high-performance computer chip maker NVIDIA which is catching retail investors wanting to get their piece of the rapid rise. NVIDIA now boasts a $2 trillion market cap. Already the world's fourth largest company, NVIDIA set another new record last week when its market cap surged $277 billion, marking the biggest one-day increase for a company in history. Some parts of the market may see the big tech names as toppy, though with the Australian Financial Review reporting that there has been some profit-taking among hedge funds who were net sellers of the mega-caps at the end of 2023, widening the gap between their weightings in portfolios compared to the broader equity index. Lazard, a $300 billion billion money manager, is telling investors to steer capital away from the mega caps into the broader market, where investors still haven't priced in the improved productivity and profitability offered by AI. Although I'm not sure if we can really gauge how much productivity and improvement will be generated by AI, and in what fields just yet. The Australian Financial Review also noted that investment bank Goldman Sachs reported hedge funds were reallocating capital to cyclical stocks and other pockets of growth. Amid strong US economic data and signs of improvement in global manufacturing, there has also been some selling from the likes of Amazon's Jeff Bezos, Meta's Mark Zuckerberg, and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Microsoft shares. So, in summary, it appears we may be entering the latest stage of this magnificent 7 AI bubble, with diverging fortunes among them, among the stocks. Think Microsoft going well versus Tesla not going so well. Insiders and hedge funds are trimming positions, while retail investors are jumping in to catch the momentum of hot stocks like NVIDIA. Moving on to legendary Coke drinker, bridge player and investor Warren Buffett, who published his widely read annual letter last weekend. Buffett assured stakeholders of Berkshire's stability and resilience, while acknowledging, quote, eye-popping returns are off the table due to the company's massive size. Operating earnings surged 28% in the fourth quarter of 2023 to $8.5 thanks to impressive performances from insurance businesses, offsetting falls from the railroads, utilities and energy divisions. Berkshire's cash pile swelled to a record $167 billion, as Buffett lamented the lack of genuine needle-moving companies he could now acquire. 
Wild Berkshire was a more prominent seller than a buyer of stocks in late 23. The conglomerate has lifted stakes in five large Japanese trading houses to about 9%. These five Japanese stocks are now among Berkshire's largest position. The stake in Occidental Petroleum comes to about 30%, was also mentioned as a keeper. On to Australia, and National Australia Bank reported cash earnings plunged 17% in the December quarter to $1.8 billion. With the lender warning of growing arrears in local home lending and a slowing economy. This gives an interesting insight into the Australian housing sector. And on that note, home lending and research from Roy Morgan shows 31% or 1.6 million mortgage holders were at risk of mortgage stress in the three months to January 24. This period included an official, an official cash rate increase of a quarter of a percent to 4.35%. The figure for this period represented a new record high total for mortgage holders considered at risk of mortgage stress, beating the previous record highs of 1.56 million in August and September 2023. The number of Australians at risk of mortgage stress has increased by 108,000 since May 22, when the RBA began a cycle of interest rate increases. Official interest rates are now at 4.35. The highest interest rates have been since September 2011, over a decade ago. The number of mortgage holders considered extremely at risk is now numbered at 994,000 or 19.8% of mortgage holders, which is significantly above the long-term average over the last 10 years of 14.3%. Stubbornly high inflation and rates being higher for longer is keeping pressure on households. While inflation in Australia has come down and held steady at 3.4% in January, which is just above the Reserve Bank's target range of 2 to 3%, Inflation could prove resilient. On to director buying. And as reporting seasons are winding down and companies have reported, you start to see more on-market director buying and selling. And it can be a good time to monitor this. We usually report in the interest in companies with two or more directors buying on market here. And we have a few to review in the next podcast. Or if they make it onto our watch list, we review them in our paid recommended portfolio newsletter. And you can find the link to that in the show notes. On to a listener question. And Adam, who is 23, asks if he should use a recent windfall to invest in shares or go travelling. Well, Adam, I would suggest going travelling. Investing early is a good idea. And you get the compounding over time. But you are only young once and you can still invest small amounts with modern investing platforms these days anyway. You can still learn about investing and maybe take some investing books with you on your trip, such as Peter Lynch's One Up on Wall Street, which is a good investing book for beginners. Not knowing much about your situation, you could have some KiwiSaver, so you'll still be invested in the markets anyway, assuming 
that you're in the higher growth funds, which I would suggest as you still have a longer, long time frame until retirement. The other thing to consider is that your best asset is your ability to earn income. So when you are young, gaining experiences and meeting people may help you find out what you want to do for a career. And spending money on education and other skills or starting a business could prove far more fruitful than investing in shares. Well, that's it for today and we will broadcast again in two weeks time.